welcome to the Food Coma Podcast. On each show, we basically take a food-related topic that is seemingly mundane, but can go in pretty much any direction and kind of beat it into the ground. Today, we're going to be talking about unpopular food opinions, combinations, taboos, and basically just things we like and don't like. My guest today is Mike Bulleris. He is a Portsmouth-based author. He is the author of The Adventures of Kung Fu Mike and the Magic Sunglasses, which is available on Amazon.com. Uh, he is actually better known almost as Kung Fu Mike. It's true. Uh, you also have the Michael Bulleris podcast, correct? Even I do. You're not currently I'm recording not currently it. doing it. I'm, I'm, can, can I swear on this? Yes. Oh, I'm fucking sick of doing it. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine, man. And that's, yeah. Yeah. I got like 40 episodes in and I'm like, man, this is just, I'm, I, I, I don't have... Uh, I don't know if it's the energy. The, I like band, doing, the bandwidth. I like doing other people's <laughs> podcasts because that's like way pretty, like it's low stress because yeah. I mean, you can fuck yours up all you want. Right. It's like, like why you like to play and not Dungeon Master. Dude, exa- exactly, dude. Yeah, it's like I like to go to someone else's party and not host my own because I don't have to, yeah. It's like, what, like I'll clean up my own shit off the floor, but someone else's shit is yeah. just, you know, that's Being that's responsible for the whole thing uh, can get kind of rough. Um, Mike, uh, mm-hmm. Mike loves his wife, his Peloton bike. Dungeons oh and Dragons, Four Loco, and Razor Blade sunglasses. Am I correct? Those are all things that Ra- are part what, of the- like Oakley Oakley razors. Oakley razors. Oh, dude, I wish I had the nuts to wear. Or maybe you public. just have that Oakley windbreaker that you wear. I have. Yeah, I have. That's vintage. That's a legit <laughs> Oakley windbreaker. Awesome. I've had people come up to me in bars that are like, "I'll give you five hundred dollars for that," and I'm just like, "I can't." Like, I mean, I'd love five hundred dollars, but I'd also, I'm just like, man, I can't give this thing up. It's fucking gorgeous. Yeah, the 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 neon it's pure sex. Is pure sex. Oh god, that. yeah, yeah. And uh, I think it would it would go particularly well with this some Def leopard. Um, oh yeah, the shirt leopard, you've got the on all over there. print. Yeah, yeah. That now is that. It's a bir- it was a birthday present. My birthday was in June. I had a little party at my house, and my yeah. best friend's sister brought it over as a gift, and it's been in the closet ever since. So I'm like, I'm gonna air this. Oh, is this out the first time? Oh yeah, it's the first time it's been. Oh in my public. god, it's I got amazing. A weird looks on the highway coming up here. <laughs> a lot of people are like. This guy looks like a sex offender. I think it's more that it's confusing from what Def Leppard, because it's just the logo. So right. usually you have like a rock t-shirt and it's like, there's it's hysteria or pyromania. Yeah, it's, it's like an old tour shirt. Yeah. You know, but this is just like Def Leppard in general, a just lot of times general. repeated over and over. Yes. Yeah, just in case you missed it the first time, yeah. there it is 80 more times. Again, pure sex. <laughs> we love it. Um, it's funny though, I... I, I was just sort of doing a little bit of field research for this. Not that I needed to do much because yeah. I have plenty of uh, opinions on things. But I thought of you because you used to always talk about Four Loco. Oh, shit. Uh, and I thought of you because on Instagram today, uh-huh. uh, there was a an ad for a caffeinated peanut butter. What <laughs> the fuck? Like, and why, like, dude? What is happening? Like, why can't people just drink oh. coffee or soda like humans? Yeah, it's like, let's get oh, you a nice yeah. anxiety sandwich. Yeah. Let's put the panic attack back in PB <laughs> yeah. and J. Oh, I guess... I can have an enema, but I can have a caffeine enema. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. whoa, whoa, what a way to start your day. Yeah, we're, we're going to go with this 90 proof Smuckers. I wish we have gonna... to mix everything. Why does everything have to be? Can we have things that stand alone we separately? Benzo Fluffernutter. <laughs> like, like, are you that busy? You're like, shit, yeah. I can't make a cup of coffee and a sandwich. It's like the per plus of food. <laughs> yeah, dude, you can't, like, I don't have time to drink shaker. coffee and eat peanut butter. Yeah. I, like, okay, you're the fucking mayor. Or they're you like, know, oh, I got yeah. way too much on my plate today. Things that are caffeinated that shouldn't be caffeinated are the devil. Um, I think that goes back to uh, 
I actually, I call, I kind of predicted this. I'm like Nostradamus, like a food, <laughs> Nostra, food and drink Nostradamus. Uh, back in like 2005, mm-hmm. Budweiser came out with what was called B to the E. I don't know if you remember those. They were like, dude, what? They were called B to the E. So B yeah. is in the, the into the exponent. You know, there's an E. Uh, oh, oh, I thought you meant like B two dot E. Like no, it was, it was like, like that, B like was then like a rap song exponent title. E, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. like B to the like a chemical e, composition, the, the eth power. <laughs> <laughs> so it already sounds like it sucks. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so I was I was the wine buyer at a, a liquor store at the time, and so we get these B to the E's in, and uh-huh. there was another caffeinated one called Tilt, which was basically like an orange. Crush. Oh, I remember. T- oh, dude, we used to drink Tilts. Yeah. Oh, are you well, kidding? We, we do what we're called Tilt a Bizzles, where you go in the cooler and slam <laughs> two B to the E's and then a Tilt when you're hungover Um, but I I called back in the day I was like you know what I guarantee that caffeinated alcohol like these kind of drinks are going to be illegal someday because like you know I've always been a pretty heavy drinker right and like I'd have three of them and I'd forget my name. Like these things were something about the combination. It basically tasted like mixing were Budweiser and Red Bull. No, they... it was like Budweiser and Red Bull mix. But it was just like what was it like taurine and garana and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was like, just it was yeah. like a regular 3.5%. Sure. Something about the combination. Like you literally they got you just annihilated. You felt like you felt and you felt really strong. You felt insane. Yeah, like indestructible. You're like, I've had three drinks yeah. and I am literally an insane person right now. <laughs> I can punch through a car. Yeah. And again, I'm yeah. like, why? What happened to people that can't just drink some coffee and then go have some drinks? Like people right. needing that fix. I mean, that being said, like, I'm a little upset about these frat kids that got Four Loco canceled, or at least the OG formulation of Four Loco that yeah. had all the fucking like meth and angel right. dust in it. Well, it's like the dumb kids that got kombucha outlawed or essentially like now it has to be like you're 21 over to buy it. Oh, because it has a tiny bit of alcohol. Yeah, like, and they're going around what? school being like, I'm really drunk. Did someone kombucha. get kombucha drunk? I didn't hear about this. The kids were bragging in like the cafeteria sure. that they drank kombucha and they were drunk, whether they were or not. I have no idea. But then a teacher caught wind of it oh, and looked at the goodness. label. And they're like, they're selling alcoholic beverages to children. And it was like uh, a whole thing. So kombucha was gone for a while. What? You couldn't get it. And now it's like back, but you, have, you get carded to buy I it. I mean, just robo trip like anyone else did oh, at that right. age. You know, go get These your toss in. They wouldn't know. Yeah. Go go double cup it up. Yeah. You know? Maybe just have like a Stolian Dimatap or something. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Dimatap, I think, has to be the, the best tasting medicine yeah i think it was a cherry that had the, they had the flavors no, grape, right grape oh a grape it was like yeah. that like that grape that was more like it doesn't so much taste like grapes but it tastes like the color purple yeah you like imagine how, the color purple like tasting a, like t- have you ever okay so you know those fruit scented markers yes have you yes. ever been tempted to just taste it no okay so i did <laughs> but i yeah and i'm like wow these yeah. don't taste like fruit i feel at all. like that's the 80s version of eating a tide pod <laughs> like dude everybody's done oh dude i i guarantee you've done it before well, i hope you didn't eat the black one because that one no 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 no, no, no that was one terrible like, no, but yeah. i had like a little mark on my tongue for a while but i feel like robitussin tastes like that grape um flavor or that grape scented uh marker smells you dime attack. Um, uh, yeah, dime attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, no, rubber doesn't taste taste like the bottom of a purse. You rub- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know yeah. what? It, I never really thought of yeah. that. All the times that I've been, you know, just sifting through a purse and really get my face in well, there. Well, my mom's purse for sure when I was a kid. I'm like, oh man, let me get this change, she'll never notice. Yeah. And then I'll go like go get some bum to buy me butts with it. <laughs> you know, kids' medicine, man. Like, did it I feel like it was just like the ultimate like um placebo uh Administer. I remember one time I, I I got in trouble. I think I was like 
five, mm-hmm. and I ate a whole bottle of Flintstones vitamins. Oh, dude, I did that too. Yeah, I had, oh, you to, did? To, I had to go to the doctor, and they had to give me oh. Ipecac. Oh, I didn't have to go to the doctor because we didn't have. See, we didn't have any sweets in our house growing up. Oh, my mom was so like, you, "You shouldn't have sugar." So I'm like, "Boy, these Flintstones vitamins sure are delicious." Okay, so it's probably more of a shock to your system because we had sweets. I, ate, I oh, just yeah. wanted the vitamins. I just wanted the sweets. I'm like, "Fuck <laughs> vitamins!" Like, yeah. what the fuck are these? So I ate the whole bottle. My mom's like, "What? You ate the whole bottle?" And she brought me in to gave me Ipecac, and I was like puking into this metal bowl in the doctor's office. Yeah. and they're like, "Don't do that again." And I'm like, "Well, mom, buy some <laughs> fucking cookies." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you go. Well, that's I, I've never met a kindred spirit who's also consumed. Oh yeah, man. We're in the fucking club. Violence. We get matching tattoos. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. <laughs> that was my the beginning for me of my yeah. tolerance. Ten I'm million like, two and growing. Remember the, the oh yeah yeah stones and growing yeah ten million strong. Yeah, there's like that little kid that's like and growing <laughs> oh my god yeah there you go there's your blast for the past All right. well I'll get into singing the the jingle from Teddy Grams later just oh, get fuck. me don't let me get started oh, on that yeah we we'll need some more wine <laughs> we're gonna yeah absolutely um so yeah I don't know I, I guess I felt necessary to. Come right out and be like, I don't like people putting caffeine in things that aren't supposed to have caffeine in them. Uh, yeah. First and foremost, peanut butter. That's a, that's uh, absurd. Keep it's that absurd. away. Now, going to a more traditional and, and kind of basic food, I guess, taboo more amongst the Italians is that like cheese on seafood is the equivalent of like kidnapping the baby Jesus mm-hmm. and, you know, like. Oh, yeah. It's, the it's ultimate a sin. sin. Yeah, ultimate sin. Sure. Um, and I don't know where that came from because. I mean, a plate of Lake Linguini with clams or like, you know, shrimp scampi. I mean, why wouldn't you load that up with some? I don't know. It's funny because I grew cheese. up. We have, a, we have a lot of Italians in my family. Yeah. So I grew up with that stigma as well, that there was no um, no no fish and cheese really mixing. And I don't know. I don't, honestly, I, for some reason, I think that kind of informed my brain throughout life. Because I'm like, ew, like fish and cheese. Like, what's wrong with you? Um, yeah. And then I actually had a dish recently. There's a, there's a restaurant, uh, Cinco de Mayo in Dover. It's a Mexican restaurant. Is it? Um, if you could believe it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's a name to give. Yeah. <laughs> it's Peruvian. You're like, yeah. Oh. But uh, yeah, no, there was, a, it was some kind of like queso dish with like cheat with like uh, shrimp ra- randomly thrown that in. Queso fundido. Or yeah, something like that. But there was like shrimp in with it. Camarones. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Gracias. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel We're so... We are so cultured. On oh, this. I know. I know. Um, chimichangas. Um, and uh, so I, my, my, my wife got it and I ordered this, this dish. And I'm like, babe, you can't be doing the, the, the cheese and the fish. Like, this, is, this isn't what we did. This is bad. And she's like, I swear to God, I've had it before. It's good. And I'm like, when did you have this before? First so of all, like, what like, did you like really me? upholding this like until very, like very recently. Like, dude, this was like a, like three weeks ago. I know. That's yeah. What I'm like, so I'm 39, and this like <laughs> up, like up until like three weeks ago, I was like, this, you're not supposed to do that. I have never cooked like that or anything. Yeah, it's like but a I had Catholic like, guilt thing. Like in the back of your mind, oh, there's like a voice that says, "That's a whole Don't podcast. put cheese on the seafood. Yeah, don't do that, or don't do that, or your grandmother will come out of the grave and right. beat you with a ruler. That's that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, or you're just gonna get a shoot. My great grandma mother would threaten me with this italian monster called kaguch uh who apparently lived in the basement Uh, oh no way it's like like your boogeyman yeah like my boogeyman this is like my great-grandmother who was actually from italy Uh and she she was like this like hunched over old lady who would like you know slaughter chicken i'd watch her like snap chickens next and stuff before she made her chicken stock Um, and she was always like i'm gonna feed you to kaguch uh, if you Jesus misbehave, Christ, I know it's, your childhood sounds like a horror movie. I know between the Flintstones, Vitamins, and Kaguch, it's, it's it's not a surprise. It's like the sequel to Hereditary. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! So anyway, yeah, she's gonna you know be rolling over in her grave if I sprinkle some cheese on tomatoes. I don't know. 
I, feel I like don't think tacos that, have normalized it, right? Like, yeah, and I, and the things like I mean, I don't think lobster mac and cheese is particularly like the the <sighs> sale. I know, and I mean, I would eat it; it's fine. But I mean, that's cheese and and, and yeah, I know. And that again, that's a, that's one that my wife's like super into. She loves lobster mac, and I can't do it. Yeah, I never, I never order lobster mac. Yeah, if it's thrust upon me, I'll probably be I'll like, deal oh, with it. I'll have a bite, like because yeah. that's what it happens always. So when it orders like a big mac and cheese, well, thing, like also like, what they about, can't finish it. What about like a tuna melt? I mean, like oh fuck no, dude. You tuna? don't like no, tuna? No, oh no, dude. On. Tuna? No, that dude. It's a huge like. I don't. That's on me. Like whatever. A lot of people <laughs> eat tuna. Like tuna. Like room temperature fish that's been in a can for who knows how long is a phobia. It's a straight up phobia. I'm not saying it's rational. Yeah, but it's real. I mean, it's a real phobia. Sure. I don't, oh yeah. Uh, I no, mean, I should I've probably had be better now that. I know it's not going to hurt me. Although I still, if I'm having tuna fish, like I'll put that in the fridge or the freezer after I make the tuna salad. Right. Like I'm not going to eat that room temperature. Um, no. At the same time, like, but then you make a tuna melt, so you're just melting cheese on it anyway. Just fish and, in a can freaks me out. I'm like, well, okay. I, like I understand I mean, there's a lot a of foreign of fish out there well, that, you know, that's canned and uh, tinning and canning fish was a traditional way to preserve them and you know for exactly so you don't you know for when you're you know at sea. You know, sailors, sure, life, you know, as, you know, as, as, as you, as like we you do, do all the time, That's as right, we like do, you do. <laughs> um, it's interesting. Actually, I remember with, with canned tuna, I used to do these tastings for uh-huh. dispatch magazine when I wrote for them and they mm-hmm. were called too much of a good thing where I'd get like 25 different store-bought of the same thing, whether it was peanut butter, sriracha, soy sauce, we did a, a canned tuna. Mm-hmm. And so we had 25 different canned tunas, everything from like sun-kissed in water to this like Spanish uh, Ortiz, there's like literally the Ventresca, so like the the tuna belly, like the oh, Toro, cool. essentially yeah. like canned. So I mean, like the range out, and then you wouldn't mix that with mayo, or whatever. No, it's no, just no, so no, delicious no, on its own. No, but like yeah. the range that's out there for for tuna is pretty astounding. And but it is interesting about like that's such a blatant cheese on seafood. Well, I mean the filet fit. Okay. Oh, McDonald's there you go. comes Shit. up. McDonald's up. comes up in every it single. Throws, yeah. It throws, just tips it upside down. Yeah, I the feel game like change. I should invest in some kind of. You can't do that on television setup where <laughs> I get slimed or something. Yeah, yeah, water. Right. You, get, you get tuna fish dumped on your head. <laughs> Every time you bring up McDonald's. Slimy tuna fish water, dude. Yeah, this yeah. studio, I mean, I know it's like really state of the art, but like, I think I need really more. You can't do that on television. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, it should be like a game of mousetrap with a bunch of shit. Like a, like a, yeah. Or like Double Dare. Which is like a Rube Goldberg <laughs> think, machine. There's like like marbles rolling all over the place and a bowling ball goes into you a know boot. It's funny. I feel like it looks like Mark Summers looks like he could have been your dad. Um, well, that'd be nice. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna change the studio into double dare, and I'll probably just cut that. Oh, dude, part. physical yeah. challenge, bro. That'd be great. The physical, ch- yeah. The oh, physical man. challenge we come now is because Joe stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can live another year. All right. Um. Okay. So cheese with seafood. I'm actually. I was not expecting right out of the gate that you were really. Uh, firm on that. I have no problem with cheese on seafood. I think it's fine. I will my whole life until, like I said, three weeks ago. Now I'm like, you know what? That could work. And I like that Cinco de Mayo and Dover or wherever it was. Oh, I know, right? Just for you. Place. And I was, uh, of course, I was shout like, shout out to Cinco de Mayo. I know, you guys did it for me. Uh, no, another one, I mean, I think on the same vein, it's almost like, like the food equivalent of like you can't wear navy and black together, which people do now. Can, it's totally fine. Now. I know yeah. you can. It's the red wine with fish, where it's like what? white white goes with fish, red oh, goes with meat. Yeah, and yeah. I think that's such a misleading. Well, it's completely false. Well, I think a. it depends on what kind of fish, right? Well, that's like, the thing. If it's I mean, like it's, meatier, like salmon or something, like why can't you go right. with the red? Exactly. Yeah, or it depends on how the fish is prepared. I mean, it's just like such a blanket term people throw around and yeah. just like oh well you automatically assume white with like fish and fowl and red yeah. and 
Like, I feel like yeah. that's a little gray. Like, I mean, I get it if someone was like, dude, you can't have like orange juice and fish. And I'm like, fucking straight up. That's totally cool because I'm not doing that. That sounds terrible. Well, I had a heisty orange drink with my filet of fish. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's, that's what I mean. That, but I mean, is the fish at McDonald's like even fish? Who knows? What it is. is. It's Pollock. Oh, oh, it is. Look at you. It's Pollock from the Alaskan <laughs> cold waters of Alaska. That's, uh, yeah, that's what we're being told. Scrawd. I don't know. Oh, scrawd. Isn't that like a general term? I like, we don't so. know what scrawd is. I don't know what it is. But yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know that they know. It's just like whatever's at the bottom of the barrel. Generally okay with it. Gelatinous. Next, moving on. Again, these are like really petty things, but mm-hmm. they can kind of make a difference. Like, it's funny. Like, I think that like my opinion of people is so heavily based on the way they eat. You know, if somebody's not into food, like I have a hard time really like going out to eat with them. And especially if, even if it comes to like an attraction to somebody. Okay. Like attraction to a woman. And I, but yeah. then I find out that like she like likes to eat spaghetti was cold out of a can or is like kind of a hoarder with leftovers and stuff like that like that's a deal breaker for really me. if i'm like if i'm like she's had cold spaghetti so she could be like lips. perfect in every yeah, other way but that but would if i she, couldn't but do if she it. doesn't do the food thing right like mm. this is tainted especially the leftover i i'm really like i'm like a total uh wimp when it comes to the left i just i'm like you won't if eat. i even get the leftovers to begin with but they have like a one day max shelf life oh, in there if they don't dude. get eaten after one day they're gone oh my god no yeah, way. that's just how I am. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. Old food to me is like, and people like the 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 the, the least sexy thing somebody could ever say to me is like, no, I mean, I think this is totally fine still. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, we're actually Listen, not. I'm going, I'm leaving and I'm going out to eat by myself and getting some fresh food. You are uh, clearly the child of a wealthy family. Because I am a we upper ate, middle class. We, we, <laughs> we, we ate leftovers that were questionable Ugh. and often. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Whatever was like, I mean, whether it was a meal that we prepared at home or it was like that random night that we went out, then you definitely ate that. Because if we went out and we spent money on something, you better believe every single scrap of that food, whether it be tinged with fuzzy green shit, <laughs> like what you were yeah. eating. I, mean, I don't say that was happened like, often. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying that there were some nights that I had to make my own dinner and it maybe wasn't the best idea for me to be eating those things. But, yeah. Well, yeah. they I mean, they always say like mold won't, it's not bad for you. I mean, isn't that what? You know, As, what is it like penicillin? penicillin. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like it's yeah. like edible penicillin, but right. like, yeah, I'm not gonna friggin' eat it. Yeah, I'm um, like, oh boy, I got a headache. Instead of taking that pill, I'm just gonna eat like half yeah. a loaf. And once I like know that, breath. I mean, it comes back like the attraction. Like, see, say yeah, say it was like my my soulmate. Uh-huh. You know, say I'm like so attracted to this person, but hey, you know, now we've had that they eat this spaghetti. Now I know about the hoarding, and now I'm like, okay, I can't eat food you cook because I don't know what you use in it, and now I mistrust everything. Well, why can't you just house. watch her cook and just like I just judge because now I'm just process. sketched out. I don't I know. Mean, oh, dude, I, I just I, I feel I like lose you're just setting yourself done. up for just a, a, Listen, a life of loneliness. I know I'm perfect, <laughs> and. uh <laughs> I'm a catch. <laughs> I am just what they call Merriam material. These ladies better step it up. You know, it's like, stop. <laughs> just throw the leftovers away and we can talk. All Joe right? doesn't want those leftovers, <laughs> don't girls. Leftovers. <laughs> I don't want Take them. Notes. Take notes, bitches. <laughs> I just don't want leftovers. <laughs> That's just how, okay. Uh, Getting back to, to uh-huh. silly questions. Yeah. Uh, does it bother you when somebody calls it gravy instead of sauce? Spaghetti sauce. <sighs> You know, it's funny. I mean, if someone's like super duper Italian and they're like, they're like, they say gravy or like Sunday sauce or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, 
I'm like, okay, I get it. Because they've, they've probably said that their entire lives. It was some super waspy douchebag from Portsmouth <laughs> that like literally has probably never set foot yeah. in an Italian person's household. And he's definitely from Portsmouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. And then you, you hear someone go, oh, yeah, the gravy. And you're like, oh, the gravy. And you're like, dude, no, you're just you're 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 faking the funk. No, yeah. yeah, no, that's 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 lame as hell. Henry says, don't let the sauce stick. Oh. <laughs> stirring <Yeah>. it, <laughs> oh, Karen. I'm stirring it, Ma. Karen. Karen. Oh, Karen. Henry. Henry says, "Don't let the sauce stick." <laughs> it's funny. In the end of that movie, Henry Hill comes out and he makes the comment about being like having to live like a nobody, like a schnook. And he, how we say he ordered like spaghetti and marinara sauce, and he got egg noodles and ketchup. Yeah. But it's funny. I've oh, as a kid, I was so obsessed with that movie, and I still, I still am. It's one of my favorites. But I've always been so confused by that scene where they go to Joe Pesci's mom to Tommy's mom's house, and they're all eating ketchup on pasta. Like Jimmy right. does that thing where he like De Niro like rolls the the Heinz bottle he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, onto the the thing, and I was like so confused as a kid because I grew up with you know my. Tiny grandparents like every Sunday oh, yeah, go that's, for, that's, for lunch. Yeah. yeah. And so I tried it one time because I'm like, well, I mean, if they did it, and I was like, this is gross. <laughs> like, well, that's, that's and I love much. Heinz ketchup, but like right, but, no, but not in that to that degree. It's, like, you know, you don't want to eat that with a spoon, you know. It's, it's disgusting. Like, no, it's not tomato soup, it's fucking ketchup. That's right. Right. It's not exactly. sauce, it's right. ketchup. It's funny how polarizing ranch on pizza is for a lot of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that it's perfectly fine. I actually don't get ranch. What I get. And it's for the pizza bones. It's for like when I order pizza. Oh, yeah, the crust. It's for the crust. the crust. I get Thousand Island. Okay, yeah, cool. So it's almost like Mac yeah. sauce yeah, it's like in a Mac. way. Yeah, Big Mac sauce. Yeah, sure. You know? And yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But no. some people literally, again, act like you've kidnapped baby Jesus oh, uh, if you're putting no, ranch. There's no such thing as pizza purism anymore. You it's go, it's like, listen, it's globalism. Like we we have, we there's, right. there's no there's no gold standard for pizza anymore. Right. It's all different. As we live in a world where there's yeah. basically, there's a, a Cheetos yeah. KFC sandwich. It's all fine unless that. you're in California because every pizza <laughs> in California is a fucking nightmare. Because it has smoked salmon on it. It's so. <laughs> gross, dude. I mean, I bet I've had pizza all up and down that coast. I cannot find one place that's making a decent pie. Because it's all like Spago land, like Wolfgang Puck 80s it, pizzas. Yeah. I, I think it's because the weather's too nice. I think you, they need you, there needs to be like an element of misery. I don't understand. Make, like, people talk about food good. People seem to really enjoy California Pizza Kitchen. Oh, like, dude. It looks like shit to me. It I, it looks like shit. It is shit. I've been to several uh, out I've there. never been to one. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm oh, like, yeah. is that asparagus? No, thank you. Oh, dude, yeah. That's great. They're like, oh, look at that quail leg in the middle. You're like, no, you, dude. It's fucking no. garbage. Like, if you're not Mario Batali, this is some garbage. Like, no, but even Mario Batali shouldn't be putting quail eggs on his California uh, well, Pizza He should be doing kitchen. a lot of things. Well, he's kind of, yeah. yeah he's he's little, sort of out of the loop a little bit. He's now. a little <laughs> handsy. <laughs> he's kind of... <laughs> he's out of the... Um, the uh, uh, Guy Fieri would say he's out of bounds. You know what's funny is that like, and he's somebody that I'm starting to actually enjoy more and more. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll tell you why that this episode is going to make no sense to most is people. Is he your dad? Uh, because they're going to be like, what was I listening to? Is there a topic to this? Because they're fucking really <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. it's a tangent show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a tangent. This is, this is, basically, this is a tangent Dude, episode. It's a tangent show. That's what I my podcast I actually is. call this the tangent episode. I love it. I, I think I'm going to do that. So Guy Fieri, of course, he's like a, you know, smash mouthy caricature of whatever the hell it is he's trying you know, to be. he's a rock star. <laughs> right. He's a, he is what he, he is what he perceives a rock star should look and act like. Right. Um, I will say that one thing that like changes my opinion of people is I was working at a restaurant in Boston at the time and he'd come in 
And, you know, I think his bill was like three or four hundred dollars and he tipped like seven hundred. Like people who that's cool. Tip like that. Yeah. Like when you tip like that, what do you it shows a number on the bill. Too? Understanding. I didn't wait on him because <laughs> obviously if it was me, I, I thought he was saying like, all see over that. No, like a it's just heart. like Guy Fieri knows he's not that special. Yeah. He's like, wow, I really stumbled onto a gold mine here. And that's great. And then when you tip like that, it shows that you appreciate everybody else and you're thankful for what you have, which is a great quality, I think, in a food personality these days. Because at the end of the day, and I said this on uh, actually the end of the episode with Andrew Knowlton, like food isn't that exciting. Sure, I'm excited about food, but is food as exciting as like a car blowing up? Absolutely not. No. I'm not a big fan of, 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 of cannabis edibles. Ooh. This is a fun topic now because yeah. I have just started getting into it. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like you can't. Well, A, I like, that's why I like to drink is because with mm. drinking, it's like, it's a constant maintenance. Like you're doing it. It's like, okay, five minutes later, you another drink. Like you can monitor right. it, you know, even with smoking pot, it's, it's like, like that for yeah, me. Yeah, It's like wearing layers on a hike. You can take it up. That's you can take right. It down, that's you can adjust right. as you go and yeah. you have control. You know, like popping a tab of something and it's going to be eight hours till you're okay again. Right. Sure. So with edibles to me, it's like, you don't really know. I always, you always hear these stories and it's happened to me so many times where you like, you yeah. feel like you eat a very small amount and all of a sudden it's like lights out, not in a good way, in like a sick way. Yeah. And you're just stuck with it. You just got to ride it out. And that's the worst. Yeah, well, I think what I'm, I'm finding with pot products in general is to go with, especially edibles, going with a lower dosage, just starting with that, and then waiting a while, see how you feel, yeah. have some more. If you have a lot That's of so not conducive to the way I live my life. I know. Having I know. some and waiting a while. I know, right? Like you want it all at once. I you're, want, you're just oh, an I just angel want of excess. I have, a, I am a, that's right. <laughs> I, I have a, it's my oral fixation. I need to be doing something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, but you could eat like some Cheez-Its too. You don't have to eat the whole tray of gummies. Of I course you're going to be. A, any Cheez-Its. You're going to be a I space want, rocket. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. of course, you're going to be crawling down the street oh. in your tidy whiteies. All I can think of is that scene in uh, The Pick of Destiny. Uh, Tenacious D, oh, yeah. where he like he's hungry and he eats all the mushrooms till he's full. <laughs> he's like, oh man, I'm done with these. I'm actually full. <laughs> well, like, oh my, I just like I cringe. I'm like, oh my god, I know how bad where he's going now. You, yeah, but yeah, no, that's it. I've, uh, I mean, I've obviously I've had. I mean, Christ, there's uh, one of the chapters in my book. There's a famous story about how I, um, I had too much pot and I tripped, and it was fucking terrifying. And I didn't, I didn't smoke weed. I didn't have anything to do with pot for like, a, like many, many years. Until recently, um, I started doing it again because I have a problem sleeping. I have like insomnia, mm-hmm. um, and I've had it. For, I've got. I've had insomnia for like twenty years, and I've tried everything. And so the, the edibles super help, and they're amazing. Right, because it. it's so, a much better sleep than drinking. Oh, totally. Sleep. So like I'll pop one like like you know at night. You know, it'll hang out, but it's but it's always a low dose ones. The high dose ones give me anxiety. It sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I get what you're saying. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna get so high I fall down the stairs. Like, is that a thing? <laughs> no, but I find when it, well, <laughs> I did probably could be. I haven't. I mean, you people at home should have seen Joe's face just yeah. then. Just a moment of recollection. Yeah. He's like, actually, <laughs> have I? I don't think so. No, it's more like the kind of marijuana induced anxiety. Yeah. can be really intense, especially when you're alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's when things really, your mind really starts to play tricks on you. And I don't, I'm to the point now where, I mean, I don't smoke dabs. Um, oh, dude. Oh, I smoke I flour only, and I have a pretty good grasp yeah. over it. Like, I can smoke a lot of weed, and it's like, mm-hmm. I'm all right. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I should knock mm-hmm. on wood that I was, like, more high than I wanted to be. I like that. I like all the things that we are. You are not just agreeing with me on, um, because I feel like I can. I can learn from you, Mike. Well, you know, I that's uh, what I'm here for. 
How, I'm here now, for you. I feel like we're on this topic. Like, yeah. everybody has what they think is the perfect way to cure a hangover. I don't think it's actually possible. I think that you have to suffer while you're. I mean, t- scientifically, like what's happening in your mm. in your body is that, um, you know, the the dopamine and the serotonin levels in your brain are all frazzled, and throughout the day they're struggling to come back to normal. Sure. Uh, and I don't think any greasy diner breakfast is going to expedite that process. In fact, I think that eating a lot of food when you're hungover is the worst thing you can do. I feel like, you know, drinking veggie juice or, sure. I mean, technically the best thing is if you could muster it is to work out mm-hmm. uh, while drinking a lot of water and sweating and, you know. Sure. Um, but it's funny how everybody seems to, because it's really the American way or even the human way to just want that silver bullet, the easy way out of everything. Right. And they all like, they all these, like, they're all these hangover pills now you can take oh, familiar. it was designed by a tesla engineer and he <laughs> yeah. decided to make hangover pills and you're yeah. like okay but what have you tried those things i've tried almost all of them do any of them work oh god some do they some do. do some don't uh i remember i don't know if you remember this back in like maybe the mid 2000s there was a i think it was the first product ever to come out for something it was called chasers and it was i a, do remember chasers, chasers yes. right yeah so it was basically yeah. it was an activated charcoal pill yeah, and they're white, right? Like, uh, yeah, they're, you buy them at like the gas station, and you right? would have to take them like all night while you're drinking. So every couple of drinks, you would have two more chasers, and you keep yeah. taking these pills as you're going up through the night, and then go to bed, and then the next day you wake up and you take a fucking hellacious black shit, and, uh, and with it, all <laughs> no these, internal bleeding. Like, here, yeah, yeah, you're like, oh my god, did I perforate something? But uh, <laughs> but it's uh, apparently the, the 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 plan with that was that that activated charcoal soaks up all like the bad stuff that gives you the hangover. And yeah. you feel better. Now, uh, it did make me feel better. However, my side hurt. I don't know what that means. Right. So we were like, let's not do this. So my buddy and I really abused the chasers. We I think we each took two boxes in one night. We just like went on a tear. <laughs> <laughs> and this is bars, so counterintuitive. People at bars were like, well, we want to see if it really worked. And I'm like, yeah. well, let's get really, let's mix everything. So right. we're like doing like red wine and like, like, you know, like. Like Jack. I mean, you, you guys are just you're such like you're like you're you're just like Darwin, you know, finding all these new species, really trying to change the world, you know, like, just doing all these just, very important experiments. Was it Socrates? I was like, know yeah. thyself. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let's find out just what we can do. You yeah. Know? Experimentation. A, I'm here to further the human species. You're Hippocratic oath. Yeah. So you're welcome, Joe. So have you tried that one? Like the, the Tesla guys one there? No, like, what's that one? Well, it's like some guy who was like an engineer at Tesla, Asian kid who like quit to create a hangover cure it's like very like, like streamlined packaging oh like God. it's very like modern looking was he really like the janitor or something <sighs> yeah He's you're like, like you're like well why did he quit tesla <laughs> i'm like yeah, i would yeah i would yeah. quit tesla to too. Make a seen, pill? Like, yeah. musk on rogan just like smoking spliffs and oh, talking yeah. about stealing memes and shit right. He's out of his gourd actually you know what's really funny um it reminds me of a story with the, the hangover cure thing i remember uh-huh. that was like the, i had friends in town from chicago actually visiting and like it was like 2010 or something this is back when everybody was just starting to drink uh Coconut water oh, for hangovers, yeah. right? Vita Coco was the, the rage, which is gross. I like some of the other ones, but Vita Coco was really disgusting. Yeah, this meathead who was with my friend, I remember in the morning he was like, "Oh, dude!" Like he was really obsessed with the fact that I had all this coconut milk in my pantry, <laughs> and I was like, "He's like, oh, can I have some of that?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I'm like, "Sure," and he's like chugging it down. No. And I, he's like, "Oh, it's supposed to be good for the hangover," and I was like, "Oh, oh, by the way, dude." Yeah, no, that's coconut water. <laughs> You're just drinking You're coconut drinking milk coconut now, milk, which dude. is gross. Ew. Yeah, it was really. Uh, oh, was I condensed? let him do it because I didn't like him. Uh, um, 
I was like, you're just, I like, you know, I'm happy my friend's here. I don't prefer that he brought you into my life. Yeah. So I'm going to let you drink this coconut milk, but that is disgusting <laughs> and it's not going to work. That's um, amazing, dude. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. Oh, I, I think he was more hungover after he drank the kind of coconut <laughs> like milk. I'm worse off than it yeah, was Yeah, it might have coated his stomach, <laughs> um, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's the worst cheap birthday cake frosting. You know, like the one from like the supermarket and it's like that. Yeah, like, like Duncan Hyde shit. No, no, no. I mean, like the ones that comes on the actual, like if you buy a birthday cake from Hannaford. Oh, like okay. that, like that blue confetti frosting. frosting yeah. That's like just this pure sugar, but has that like mouth coating texture right. to it. And so usually in this form of like ribbons around the edge of the yeah, cake. Yeah, and yeah the, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It sets like the boundaries for the art and everything. It, it sets yeah. the boundaries for the art. It comes out of like the piping exactly. and all that shit. It comes out of the piping. Look that's at me. Right. You're, you're the regular cake boss over there. I know. I'll tell you. I know words. Ace of cakes. <laughs> Mike, ace of cakes, Bullris. <laughs> I am learned. <laughs> but um, I, don't, I don't like that frosting at all. It uh, makes me, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really tough because I've had some some good uh, store bought cakes. What sucks uh, is when they put that frosting on an ice cream cake because you're like, oh, this ice cream cake's delicious, and then you run into these like layers of that like whatever. I mean, that are is. you are you really getting down with a lot of ice cream cake? No. I mean, it's all about Carvel. But I like right? it. Are we are we in What's agreement that? about Carvel being like? What's Carvel? Carv Carvel. I thought Baskin Robbins was the jam. No, man, I should get Carvel, first. dude. Like, what's Carvel? Come on, you're old. Carvel was a big, the, the, the Ollie Octopus and shit. Like, no, whatever. I don't know like, what the, Ollie Octopus is. No, man, the or Cookie Puss. <laughs> so, I don't know, Ollie or Cookie Holy Puss. Shit, either of them are. It's so are. funny. We grew up in different states, but it yeah. might as well be different planets. It's cookie wild. Puss. Yeah. But, what was it? Yeah, Carvel was like the frozen ice cream treat like company, like of oh. like the eighties, basically. Like eighties, like eighties and nineties. They had commercials on TV all over the place. Carvel. Yeah, Carvel. Okay. I think you and I both, we said Heinz is the king of ketchup, right? Oh, and dude. There's no other ketchup. It's if, you, if you try to give me another ketchup, like, I'll fucking fist fight you. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Store-bought store ketchup is garbage. Like, generic ketchup is garbage. Upscale well, ketchup is garbage. Listen, if generic a makes everything. Their, if a restaurant garbage. makes their own ketchup, it's garbage. It's the worst. It's worse than generic ketchup. Honestly, I'd rather just have fucking Heinz. Like everybody rather have Heinz, whether they know it or not. So we agree on that one. We agree on that. Uh, I don't. Do you put ketchup on your hot dogs? I don't. I like mustard on hot dogs. It's usually mustard, relish, and some like diced onion, or maybe some celery salt. That's I'll good. Yeah, that. ketchup. I don't think ketchup sometimes, belongs sometimes on a hot I'll dog. Put the ketchup in the kind you of do? switch. Sometimes do you keep your Rare. ketchup in the fridge or you keep it in the cabinet. Oh, in the fridge. I'm not a monster. It's, Who knows what's going to grow? That's right. Oh, and actually, yeah. I keep it in the fridge, too. All right. People All right. are like, yeah, but the ketchup's cold and the fries yeah, are hot. And you're like, yeah, but it's safe ketchup. <laughs> Brothers <laughs> because all those restaurants we leave it on the, the table all day. The squeeze bottle one. Asking got, for Ebola. Just get the squeeze bottle one so you don't have to worry about, like, tapping it. Like, I do. Times. We've talked about that. Like, the first episode we talked about. Oh, it. really? Finger blasting the 57 <laughs> on, the, on the glass bottle. You have to touch it the right way for yeah, it to come yeah, out. Yeah, you're like... Ketchup on steak, no. Oh, dude, that was uh, that was on my list. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. You can't. I mean, no. you, although if somebody serves you a well done steak and you didn't ask for it, I mean, ketchup might be inevitable. And that's not your fault. Just, I'll, I mean, I'll ask for a one. A one, yeah, but I think ketchup is better than a one on a steak. I don't think a one tastes very good. I don't love a one. I like it. You do? Yeah. It's a weird. It's weird. It there's is weird. something about the flavor of it that doesn't sit well with me. I think ketchup is better. As far as if you're going to smother a steak in condiments. It's funny. The level of how Italian you are. I guess it's like if you're super Italian-American, you're okay with twirling the spaghetti into the spoon. Sure. 
but that's also like a sign of like kind of a Neanderthal to another group of Italians. You oh, know, really? Yeah. Like it's not like I'm not uh, aware of these warring factions. Yeah, I know, right? The no. Montagues and the Capulets. I don't I don't know. It's like yeah. but apparently there's yeah, there because I know people that it's like you go down about six pegs pegging again. You go down what? about six pegs. Wow. Freud is rolling yeah. over the grave. You go down about six pegs in their book if they see you twirling spaghetti into a spoon. Right. Um, but at the same time, I see guys who are like, oh, it's the gravy. And they're like, no. Well, I get like the Italians and the Sicilians being like, oh, I hate what the other guy does. Because yeah. that's like, just, I mean, that's like hundreds of years of history. <laughs> Don't have to get Dennis Hopper and uh, Christopher Walken on this uh, like, history I lesson. I don't know. Yeah. But like, I mean, I think it's kind of, I mean, I think it's kind of annoying this like doing the fork and the spoon just because I don't like the noise of it. Because it's just too like you have to twiddling against each other. noise. It's ridiculous. Twiddling. Yeah, it sounds like a broken ninja blender. And it's just oh. someone doing it for like hours. And it takes up I feel like it takes way longer to eat your pasta. Like twirl, sure, twirl all you want, but like just do it with your fork on the plate right. or in the bowl. And then like, yeah, when the pasta strand is done, you lift your fork up and you put it yeah, in Yeah, and you and you eat it. If there are a couple noodles dangling, just that's part of the experience. Get it done. It's much better to slurp noodles than to Twiddle on a, on a spoon, I think. Yeah, I feel like you're playing with your food at that point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we should take a break for our sponsors, don't you? So if you ever wondered how I stay alive and looking so good on the outside, given the lifestyle that I am prone to, uh, I can credit first and foremost the uh, Tourmaline Spring Water, which if you've listened to the show before, you know that I'm obsessed with. Um, I drink six liters of it a day. I make my coffee with it. Uh, it's it's the greatest thing. Now, you, this is your first time drinking the water, right, Mike? Yes. Yeah. And I was telling you earlier that the, the thing about it is that it's, it's completely... Uh, it's bottled straight from the spring. There's no treatment of the water, and it's just really clean and crisp. Um, and which is funny because a lot of people will be like, "Water is water." Oh, those people are savages. Which are, well, so this is your go-to yeah, normally. So, so, so. Termaline Spring is basically it's like it's all, an actual all bottled waters are not born uh, equal. Termaline Spring Water is from a spring in Harrison, Maine. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a one of the last few, uh, as far as the geological phenomenon, the last few springs of its, its type uh, in existence. And yeah, it comes into the health department. Like nobody has a problem. It's all, it's been tested. It comes straight out of the spring into the bottle and it's delicious and I love it. Uh, and it also goes well. So this, this company that does Termaline Spring actually has two other products that do as well, kind of in the same umbrella. Mm -hmm. uh, one is the Amethyst Elixir CBD oil, which Ooh. they classify as gem grade, which I'm still not sure what that means, but I, it has to be a good thing. Uh, uh, raw hemp botanicals, yeah. Yes, the beauty of that is that it is 100% uh, water soluble. So it really hits the bloodstream uh, and gets, gets the job done. To cannabinoids, cannabinoids, uh, cannabinoids. That's I right. I always mess that one up. Cannabinoids, but yeah, it basically it makes anything you put it in taste like delicious marijuana water. So oh, uh, we like that. And now the the third product over there, which I'll have you uh, give a taste. Uh, so living nuts, and now the it's, it's uh, worth mentioning that the S is actually a Z, uh, and the nuts uh, living nuts out. with a Z, right? Yes. Yeah. So these nuts are sprouted over a two-day process rather than roasted, which is like takes like 15 uh, minutes. So they have a really nice texture to them. Now, this is the, the bodacious banana bread walnuts. I'm going to have um, one as he, as he describes this. Yes, have one. There's a lot of different flavors, but they're really freaking delicious. And I didn't expect, like, I was kind of giving mm. these out of the blue. Like, I'm not, like, a much of a, a snacky around-the-house guy. And um, mm. 
they're delicious. Like These I, are I remember quite good. They're really good. Like they're crunchy. The flavor is good. Like they don't use yeah. cheap flavorings. And like I said, they sprout them. And I think the texture that you get from sprouting yeah. them is really pleasant. Yeah, it's, it's like multi grain. You sprout it for a little bit and then like stop it, right? So yeah. you get all those nutrients. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. It, like, it, yeah, for it, beer. It, it retains the nutrients right. that you would lose by roasting it. Very cool. Yeah, no, these are delicious. I'm really happy you're enjoying them. Yeah, I wouldn't great. just say that. I wouldn't just say that for no, the show. No, and I wouldn't either. No. I wouldn't normally. You'd, you'd lose a sponsor if I didn't like yeah. it. Living nuts. <laughs> then you eat them and you're like, there you go. Oh, these are friggin' delicious. I get okay. why they did the Z. Because the Z is where the zing You have to have a Z there. It's important. I love that you, you say Z instead of Z. Uh, that's Are you British? No, but it's more New Zealand, isn't it? Is it? I think it's more like an Aussie New Zealand thing, Z. I just like saying it. Like Z. It kind of comes from the the watching the um, documentary now with Helen yeah. Mirren, uh, and she talks about one of the episodes. She's like, both of the S's tango. are spelled with Z's. We are fortunate enough to have a new sponsor. It is Three of Strong Spirits. Uh, they have a beautiful new tasting room located at 35 Diamond Street in Portland, Maine. Uh, you can find them at threeofstrongspirits.com. And they're in the East End neighborhood, kind of like um, around where all, a lot of breweries and distilleries are right now. Uh, they are, you know, kind of celebrating, you know, Maine has a very rich kind of uh, rum tradition dating back to the 1800s. It does. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know that. And so I like to see all these small producers kind of bringing it back and making it relevant again. It's kind of all about the experience of, of drinking it. Uh, so Three of Strong, they're kind of base rum that they've been distilling right now and they're still very new. Uh, it's called Brightwater, it's a silver rum. Uh, extremely mellow and easy to drink. And then they also have their Colombian rum, which they blend some of the Brightwater into. Uh, the first one we're gonna try, and you have a different one, I'm gonna have you try this after I Yes, do. yes. Uh, this is the, the Stone Pier. Yes, it's, it's aged five years and it's blended with the uh, with the bright water. Yeah, right in Portland. And have a sip of that. It's, it's you know, it's 80 proof, but it's so, there's, there's so little heat to it. Uh, it's just so mellow, easy to drink. I feel like rum has, has become more hmm. prevalent now. I think people are more interested in rum. Yeah. But most people still think that rum is like Bacardi silver, you know? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. And so that's the the five year. Now hand me the other one. So this other okay. one here, so this is the, uh, the this is the Parchando. Uh, which is another uh, Colombian rum. This is aged 12 years. Oh, really? Uh, and Parchando actually is a, kind of a Colombian term, which basically means hanging out with your friends. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sort of slang. Yeah, exactly. We're Parchandoing. <laughs> PB and Chando. <laughs> um, so this is probably their more, yeah. their a higher end uh, rum they're doing. But oh my god, that's delicious! It's just like is this? Yeah, really nice. Slight caramelly notes. Ooh, I like uh, that nose I don't think one. that I don't think with a rum of this quality that you're gonna want to mix anything into that. I think I think these are sipping rums. I think maybe the the bright water is gonna make one of the best daiquiris you've ever had. But I Ooh, think when you really yeah. get into these aged ones, um, that's like just, a cube of ice. Yeah, it's, that's all you need. I mean, if, if even that. If like, that, I don't like yeah. things in my alcohol. You don't. I don't like really? cocktails. I don't. I like alcohol by itself, or I like wine. I don't even really drink beer anymore. That much and that this is right up my alley it's like it's funny it's, it's a rum that really sips almost more like a bourbon uh it's that nice mellow absolutely yeah no that's it, spot on which is great uh so that's three of strong spirits they are right in uh right off the east end of portland's at 35 diamond street and uh you can find them on the website at three of strong spirits.com and it always makes me happy when restaurants that i love want to sponsor the podcast because isn't that nice exactly so when i heard that you know when hot supper was oh, into it yeah i mean i was like i you know moses and uh, and, and alec are good friends of mine who, who own the place and i've been going there for a really long time and i think that 
Hotsepa, which if you haven't been, if you're not from Portland, if you are, you know where it is. It's uh, at 703 Congo, 703 Congress Street to the layperson uh, in Portland, Maine. Uh, the website is hotsuppa, H-O-T-S-U-P-P-A dot uh, com. Uh, now, everybody knows with Hotsuppa that, like, they started doing breakfast and lunch every single day. And that was what they became famous for. And it's still to the point where literally I feel like you're waiting. You can go at, like, 1013 on a Wednesday morning, and there's still, like, a half-hour wait. That's how popular it is. So right. what I like to talk about is they, they started doing dinner like several years ago and it took a little while for it to kind of catch on. And now it, it has, and they've actually started taking reservations at dinner, oh, which wow. is nice. That's good for them. Um, but the food is just, it's phenomenal. And it's like, you know, shrimp and grits, ribs, fried chicken and waffles, you know, Nashville hot chicken, fried catfish, uh, chicken fried steak. But like, you know, they do like the chicken, like the sausage gravy. Mm-hmm they do with like North Spore mushrooms, like really good mushrooms. They, okay. they, you know, Mo, the owner went down to like scout out a bunch of different grits producers in the South and settled on Geechee Boy as the grits. So the grits are delicious. Like they, there's so much thought put into it. So it's like soul food that is just boosted by these crazy ingredients, but also not in an obnoxious way where it takes away from the integrity of the original dish. Like they're all things that actually enhance it. Uh, and I think like I said, dinner there, uh, is outstanding, and they now take reservations, uh, which is fantastic. So, I'm pretty sure if you do live in this area, you've been to Hot Supper for at least breakfast or lunch. Uh, you've had their pulled pork Benedict is one of my favorite things. The Hot Supper Double Double, they do kind of like their homage to In and Out Burger. Uh, wow. It is phenomenal. But yes, check them out for dinner, and uh, you can use promo code. Just say Joe sent me, and they won't discount it at all. But they'll be excited. <laughs> they'll be excited to know. That's awesome. All right, and we are back. It's become the episode about ranting about food and edibles and God knows what else. It's a tangent episode. It's a, it's a, it's an episode about Mike. tangents. You know, it's Gather like around kids. That's right. We're going to yeah. go on another tangent. We're going another tangent that has nothing to do with the topic. We're going to ride a little train to land of make believe uh, <laughs> right through our living room. So that's what we do. Organic vegetables. I think it's interesting. I think it's important. I think organic vegetables are important sometimes <clears throat> when it comes to like tomatoes, things like kale and, you know, things you actually taste. But then at the same time, I'm like, why would you buy an organic onion or an organic piece of celery? Like, how much are you really noticing the difference? Also, how often are you buying something that is organically branded that is not organic at well, all? Well, right, you don't know. You just because there's that no it real, is. there's right. no real service that's designating. I mean, there is, but people don't really. They, they're not. They're not yeah. adhering to it, and they no, can be like, "It's from an organic farm," or "It's organically right. farmed." Like, but it's they so murky yeah. that you don't yeah. really know what you're getting unless you're going somewhere that you know you're getting something that is truly, truly organic. Right. And it, I mean, and even in that in in that specific case, like, what are we worried about with a non-organic vegetable? Are we worried about pesticides? Yes, I think it, that's the primary thing, especially yeah, a vegetable oh, where you're eating the skin, yeah. the, the flesh of it. Because I'm totally cool with eating pesticides. I mean, we we grew up on pesticides. Yeah, like, dude, that, it's in our. That's what makes it's so well adjusted. Coursing, it's coursing through our blood. Pesticides are. I, you can just call me Mr. Pesticide. <laughs> just call, <laughs> you call me old Roundup Bullers. You just call me Dr. Monsanto. <laughs> yeah. I just <laughs> and, piss uh, in a corner and all the plants down. Yeah, that's that's just what we do. Uh, we bring uh, family. Dr. Monsanto. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't think this is, I think this is kind of old news, I guess, this whole topic. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm just like, why would I pay $4.99 a pound for? an organic onion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like right. Like, it's going to be that. 
Like, are you going to notice that big of a flavor difference, too? Right. Like, yeah, like, probably what not. What makes this and organic and onion so delightful? Onion. I mean, well, then again, a tomato, yeah. there's an obvious reason so to spend huge, money on tomatoes. It's a huge difference. Now, it's funny because I actually get it. I'm a part of a CSA program with a local farm. Oh, you I are. Am. Look I, at you. I sure am. You're yeah. so woke. Yeah, I do. I'm woke as fuck. Um, so it's, fuck, a, it's a it's I'm gonna give a shout out to a Wake Robin Farm in Stratum, New Hampshire. Mm. Um, they've been taking care of us for my wife and I for many years. Uh, we're part of their CSA share, so we get like a giant bag of vegetables every week. Uh, it's basically like probably vegetables for a family of four that my wife and I just fucking decimated. That's ourselves. amazing though. Yeah, unless like decimating like, vegetables, that's not a bad. Yeah, thing. we'll we, we will fuck up those vegetables. Um, <laughs> unless it's something like like fennel. Oh, I love fennel. You know oh, fennel? do you want my fennel? I, I will literally mail it to you. I feel like it's old because it's just like licorice vegetable. It's probably old is... now, and I don't like old food. No. But... Oh no, I'm just no. I just like I just <laughs> got it. I did, like, a couple days. I know, ago. I'm kidding, but yeah, it's fresh well, as hell. Well, fennel. But, like, I can tell, but I can tell. Well, I bring up the CSA because of onion specifically. Okay. Like the onion from the farm is just so much better than what I'm getting in any. Oh, store. so you're kind of justifying the point of buying good onions. Well, it's, I, I don't know that it's organic. I'm sure they're using it doesn't some matter kind, if they're it's, using some kind of pesticide. But you're or saying something. you're buying a farm yeah, onion. It's a lot more. It's a lot more mellow. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's it for some reason it's just for it's not as harsh and like almost like astringent as you would get for something like a like an onion from like market basket. That's interesting. Okay, so yeah, you're, it's fine. I you kind of like but... initially were on board, but then you're like actually no. No, but, well, I, I do notice the difference between instance, onions, right? Yeah. Because my wife and I like look forward, and it's a weird thing to look forward to an onion. It's also fun to like take vegetables that you aren't necessarily familiar with and figure out ways to. Oh my god, them. kohlrabi! Yes, like kohlrabi. They give us loads of kohlrabi. I'm like, what the fuck do I do with this alien fruit? Like, yeah. what is this thing? But it's delicious. Yeah. Oh yeah, just slice it up and. And I go, feel like fennel. I feel like fennel when you cook it, the the licorice flavor mellows, and it's yeah. a nice it's a nice complement to things like pork and like there are certain things that I like, but I love like tarragon. I love anise. I love yeah. You like fennel. you like everything, but I don't from... like black Twizzlers. Uh, oh, dude. Because they're disgusting. I mean, honestly, I'm going to say all licorice is shit. Yeah, what's the deal with it's just people gross. It's like, licorice? It's just like, I feel like it's like depression era candy. Like, it, it's like, oh, it, it is. these kids like some, it is. Fucking, some beeswax. Let's give them this, some false hope. And this vaguely fruit-scented beeswax Ugh. stick. <laughs> like, the it, worst is when somebody's like, do you like, want a Twizzler? And I look at them like, do I look yeah, like I want a fucking dude. Twizzler? Yeah do, I, do I, yeah, do I want to suck on a curling iron? Do I look iron? like no, somebody man. who eats yeah. garbage? Like, <laughs> like I, hey, yeah. you want to put your hand on this blender? Yeah, do you want to put your hand on this hot burner? Do you want a Twizzler? I'm all set. I sure. No, they sure don't. <laughs> do not. Um, but at the same time, talking about fake candy that I love, I love white chocolate, and a lot of people will criticize you for that. They say it's not actually. That's chocolate. like this, and it's like this, like generic response. You know, it's not actually chocolate. I'm like, who gives a shit? And you're like, I didn't ask you if it was, yeah. I wasn't making a declaration. Being like, you know what's great is in you know um, Ethiopia. There's all these white chocolate trees. And the white chocolate, small white chocolate farmers. Like, no, I don't think that's a thing. Like, I understand that it's just a confection. Is it like cocoa butter? Is I don't it know like, what it is. It's like I like that flavor. It's I think there are a few things more. Good. Yeah. Few things more delicious than those lint white truffle. Oh, white, yeah, white, white truffle. White balls. chocolate yeah. truffle. Balls. Yeah. Those are wicked good. They're yeah, delicious. Totally. Yeah, people I really get I down. Get like, on I mean, white name chocolate. it something else if you want. I'm just gonna say that thing's delicious too. Like, it doesn't it, just because it's not chocolate doesn't mean that it isn't. Tasty. Yeah, maybe we start calling it white gold. Like, maybe because... we're too like we're concentrating too much on on names. You know what I hate is when people pair chocolate with red wine. I think Ooh, that, uh, I, like no booze, no booze with with uh, sweets at all. I mean, like maybe port or you know fortified wine. Yeah, because that's also sweet. But people are like yeah, I'm having a red wine and chocolate, and it's like. 
It's like people, it's like people who put uh, strawberries in champagne. One of the biggest lies propagated by Richard Gere and Pretty Woman is that the strawberries bring out the flavor of the champagne. That's absolute bullshit. The strawberries bulldoze the flavor of the champagne. Yeah. You could be drinking Zardetto Prosecco or you could be drinking Cristal. You would never have any idea. I Although mean, Cristal isn't a good example because that's I think actually Prosecco is a little bit drier than a champagne, yeah? I mean, I'm a layman. No, it's so. sweeter, but yeah. It is? Yeah. Oh, then generally, the but then the, but they're all over them. Yeah. It's a very blanket term. Okay, I mean, champagnes run the gamut as far as sweetness. Yeah. Prosecco is like a lot of the inexpensive if you're ones. Buying a nice one, why are would you put cloying. fruit in it? I feel like that's like that. It's shameful, you know. It's, it's like, like unless it's, like, it's oh, orange I'm juice. Nice bottle of blue label. I'm gonna well, pour no, it up Pepsi. But I'm saying it's like this, like stigma where it's like rich people. Oh, he he. I stayed with him at the Ritz Carlton of the Four Seasons. He had the most wonderful sh- strawberries with champagne, and it's like a whole. Listen, th- rich people do not have a fucking great no, they track record don't. with booze. And let's talk about don't. Heineken, because rich people love that shit, and it's to? gross. Because they think and they're like, oh, because in the '80s, their marketing departments somehow made it look like, oh, this is what the rich stock. But it's like Rolling Rock, Heineken, Becks. Oh my God. Bex, yeah, same thing. But yeah, but yeah. Heineken started. The Bex was it all. made by an SS officer or whatever, right? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they still have the logo on the bottle. And it was skunked. It came over skunked because it was coming over an unrefrigerated right. cargo yeah. chips. So I they're like, prefer... and so they have to figure out what, like, how do we sell this to America? So they're like, oh, that's a that's a mark of quality. Yeah. And uh, and so all of a sudden, at least, at least like coked up 80s brokers are buying it. And now everyone's like, I want to be like that broker. Yeah, because they because it fell into that. You know, back in the 80s, there was two categories of beer on the menu. There was mm. domestic and imported. And the imported beers right. were the expensive beers. Right. There was the Bass, the sure. Guinness, the Heineken. You know, so of course, if you're a, a coked up stockbroker, right. you're ordering an imported beer. Because you're not gonna... you look like, and you also look cultured right. or well What do you have for imported beer? Right. Well, then this also brings up the uh, low and brow fiasco. What happened? I liked Lowenbrow. Now, here's the thing. Lowenbrow marketed themselves as an imported beer. Okay. But it was a domestic beer. It was? Yes. That was the whole thing. Really? So Lowenbrow was getting on the that imported list. I thought Lowenbrow was imported, but it, I guess I fell for the marketing. It was not. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like, I just that learned about crazy. that the other day. I was like, holy crap. Where were they brewed? Uh, the Detroit, I forget. Like maybe Wisconsin or something. Because they just went away. I might have been brewed by Coors. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I drank a ton of Lone Brown in high school. Yeah. Oh no, I've had. Yeah, I've definitely had plenty of Lone Brown. Yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, it's not great. I mean, when in high school, you drink whatever you can get, right? I mean, well, you know, what you drank in high school ice beer or Mad because Dog. ice beer was remember it was like six percent oh, alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Molson ice and Bud Ice had like the the fun bottle with like the. Oh yeah, no, we. I mean, we drank forties. I drank 40s. Well, the first time I ever got drunk, drunk, I was 13 and I was, I drank two 40s of Colt 45. Ooh. And I. Was it, were they the, the the originals or the wide mouths? No, the, not the wide mouths. The oh, yeah. So you really had to struggle through that, that back part, that, <laughs> yeah, the ass that, of the 40. The worst. Really rugged. But I remember <laughs> it was so funny. And actually, because this episode is pretty much dissolved into having no actual topic. No. Um, I will talk about this, the difference as, you know, your drinking career progresses. So, sure. you know, this first time I drank these 240s mm-hmm. and I was with friends and I remember we definitely threw the bottles off of a roof really high, which was not, you know, I don't know what happened to those. Um, <laughs> but I remember some, someone right now that's listening to this has one ear. Somebody's like, really that's upset. what happened to my car that night. <laughs> uh, but I remember like I went down 
Mm-hmm. Like we, we went out and we were just like in the street. It's like you got drunk, yeah, and then you went and enjoyed being drunk. Yeah, You're like oh, now that I'm drunk, I'm gonna go do stuff. Yeah, walk around. It's not like oh, I need another drink now because that's what happens when I'm done. No, you're. It's like no, up. I drank like it, so I'm like, let's yeah. go hang out and, and be that's drunk. All the booze you're ever gonna get for the that's night. That's the dragon you will chase you for the any... rest of your life. Right, and that and that's a, well, that first time you're like, wow, the world is really. Magical I was out there, and I remember like, yeah, we kept going in and. And like sitting in bars till they tell us to leave. Yeah. I remember we went to this one place yeah. called the Sail Off. I'll never forget. It's like vivid, vivid, like visceral memories for me. Like I remember we went in there playing "Going to California" by Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. and like I remember sitting at that table and the smile on my face was like literally like ear to ear, and I was so happy. That's great. I'd never been that happy. Before. Oh, it's such a good. Oh god, that's such a good. And then it experience. just kind of all goes downhill from there. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, like you well, never no, we, capture we did, that we again. We did the forties as well because that was like accessible. It was easy to do and it was super cheap. So we would get like we were from Portsmouth, so we yeah. would basically just pay homeless people to buy us beer, um, or we would steal it. I mean, we would we would shoplift it. We would do like kids came out. I don't know if you remember the movie Kids, dude. The movie Kids is one of my, I mean, that defined our era. You know the peg leg 40 theft from the. Yeah, when Casper puts the 40. Yeah, puts the 40. Into we the, used yeah. to do that all the time. Yeah. And so that was great. But, but then we were like, wow, we really want, we need to get 40s for like 12 people. Yeah, it's hard so, to really fill somebody's yeah, pants. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Jinkos were all the rage at Jankos. that moment. But still, yeah, you, but those 40s are coming off the bottom <laughs> of the Jinkos, dude. Yeah. You weren't filling some kid, some candy raver's pants with 1240s. So, <laughs> so we had to, we, we would, we would pay homeless people to, um, to buy you beer. Plenty of them to buy us beer, right. And then we would, I mean, we would always ask them for one thing or they would always bring out something else. Like it was like the rule. Like you would get you. It was all well, you got whatever was cheaper, so they could keep your change and buy something for themselves. Or they That's were just so fucked up. They're like, "Oh, I thought you wanted." Well, listen, they weren't being yeah. selfless. Like, like you wanted Marlboros, but they gave you yeah. Winston. They weren't being like, well, chivalrous. They <laughs> bought you whatever was on sale, <laughs> and they kept the change. Like honestly, like you were better off asking for a different thing because then you probably have a better chance of getting right. the thing you want. Like, right. oh, it's a pack of gun smokes. This is great. I love these cigarettes. They're wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> here's like here's some candy cigarettes. Yeah, here's kid. some here's a pack of hey, vantages. Hey, yeah. Pro tip: Don't smoke butts. Yeah. You end up like me, old soft tooth. Oh boy. Like, oh, shit. Uh, but yeah, no. So we used to drink forties growing up, and uh, we were partial to the uh, the old English. Yep. The OEs, the cold old OEs. Oh, yes. uh, and we you would we would do we, we could do the brass monkeys. OE. We do uh, brass monkeys. Oh uh, no, brass. Is that when you mix what orange? Or yeah, what? so you drink the forty down to the label, yep. the very top of the label, and then you refill it with orange juice. We call that a Mundro Hill Mimosa. We right. used to call it that. We call them also a California. Oh, yeah, I like that. It made it a little festive. You know what? Also went away as far as far, Crazy Horse. Remember those? You can't get those anymore. What's a What's a Crazy? Horse? That was a brand of malt liquor. Crazy oh, Horse. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like Saint Ides, Saint Crazy Ides, Horse, Hurricane, Cold Forty Five. Then there was like bull ice and all of those yeah. like really ghetto yeah. ones. Yeah, the, the hurricane was one of those, right? Yes, hurricane was yeah. at Old English. Remember Hoffenreufer or whatever? They had like oh, yeah. 64 ounce. Yeah, Hoffenreufer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had the 64s. Like, it's funny, randomly, you know when you have like a pet and you call them like all sorts of nicknames? Yeah. Like you're like, you're like, hey, like they're, and you realize because they don't actually care what their name is. No, they you don't just know call what them it anything. Is. Yeah. I call my dog Hoffenreufer all the time. That's awesome. Randomly. And I don't, I just, and now it's like, oh, that's where that comes from. And they had the little sure. pineapple grenade, those Mickeys. That Mick, little, oh, the Mickey's grenades. Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's, oh, God. This Nobody is now the show about 90s beer. Which <laughs> uh, should have been yeah. the previous episode yeah. with Rob Todd, but I think we, we went a different direction than talking about Mickey's. Can we get the editor to start playing Bittersweet Symphony over this? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know. What's the next one? A slave to money, <laughs> then you die. Hi. You know the best scene in uh, Cruel Intentions 
is that when they're playing that. And oh, then God, like yeah. Sarah Michelle Geller, they like when she like takes her necklace and like breaks it off. Just snaps it off. And yeah. the coke and the, the look of that look of shame on her face yeah. as like the coke like tumbles out of her necklace. So good. God, that's a good movie. They oh, don't make God. good I have goosebumps right now. Oh, do you? That. I do. Oh god. I think we're gonna wrap it up pretty soon. I think a good place to go is uh, Duncan. Fucking sucks or fucking rules? What do you think? Oh, Duncan's fucking gross. It's dude. terrible, right? No, it's absolute fucking dirt water. It's terrible. Yeah. I'm not into that shit. I haven't been into that shit for years. I was upset with Duncan for so many reasons. One is the amount of traffic that they cause just for all these fucking dirt heads going in and getting like, they're like, oh, I need my turbo ice. And then just well, a traffic jam on every mm-hmm. goddamn street it mm-hmm. dunks on at like seven in the morning. Yeah. It's funny with that turbo ice. Uh, well, A, I, I don't like Dunkin'. I think it's gross when any place that you order a regular coffee involves five sugars and five creams <laughs> because it's <laughs> just, that's what they have to put in it it's to make fucking, it it's a palatable for a human being. You're drinking a milkshake. Uh, but I remember, so back in like 2003, mm-hmm. I'll never forget this. I like went in, I, I, it was like one day I was like working out or something in like 2011 and it hit me, the story, I'd forgot all about it. I was back in my, it was 2003, so I wasn't quite as, you know. I was like, ooh, turbo ice at Dunkin'. That's something that could be tasty. Right. And so I like pulled through the drive-thru. I got this like 48-ounce turbo ice latte thing. <laughs> and I'm driving my car, which I had a, I had a two-tone turquoise Lincoln Continental 1982. Oh, my God. Uh, named it Chartreuse. Uh, it was awesome. God bless you. And then I, uh, so I remember I was driving and like, I took two sips of it. And it was like, you know, that scene in Anchorman where he's eating the burrito and he's like, oh, I'm full. And he like, throws it into Jack Black. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so I was like, ooh, I, I took like three sips and I was like, this is gross. And I drove by, I don't know why I did this, and I'm so, I'm so sorry to the person, but, like, I drove by, it was, like, a street where there were parked cars, and somebody had a LeBaron with the top down. It was empty, it was parked. And I just threw my Turbo Wise Latte into it. Like, I heard it connect with, like, the radio. <laughs> like, <laughs> I drove by, and I was thinking, it was, like, hot out, and I forgot, and I literally forgot about it. car I had? It was a LeBaron. So the LeBaron. Yeah, which is covered in turbo ice latte one day because yeah, that'd be this is unbelievable. That would be amazing. This is real. Yeah. Yeah, no, so happened. I um I just I forgot about it. Yeah. Like I threw it out of the car into this person's LeBaron. How old were you? I was like, let's see, I guess I was probably 23 or 24. Oh yeah, so you're right. Prime, I just prime tossed it out the window. Yeah, and I just and I forgot that I even did it until 2011. I was like working out. And I, all of a sudden, I started, my memory went to this thing. And I was like, holy shit. Like, and I was picturing, like, that guy. Or Wait, I, assuming, in it? I assume it's a guy because only guys drive LeBarons. Um, I feel like, I mean, really? I mean, maybe. LeBarons? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a guy, they refer to it as American Classic because they can't afford a good convertible. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I had a roommate who did this. And, uh, and so, oh I, I, so I'm picturing him coming out. And like how long it took him to realize something yeah. was terribly amiss in his car. <laughs> like he opens it and it's like sticky. But, you yeah. know, and like I, and it's was, like no, was it was it summer? Was it was it? summer? Oh, so, so it was it, baking so it's into hot the hot milk. Oh yeah, yeah. Curdling and on it was it, all because you know his, those are like velour right. seats. And, and you show, know, right? like he he probably babies the car because he's a loser. And like <laughs> you know, for like the next five years, like you know, like something like the volume stop knob stop working. There was like he'd always curse this. person person who threw this latte to his car because there was some tragically uh, fucked up thing that happened. Like he can't use his preset button yeah, yeah. to go to the AM radio yeah. station like anymore because it's glued shut. three through five are permanently <laughs> just like, fucked. Man, that's a Billy Graham show. I can't yeah. listen to no more. Oh man, that one, God, that, that day. That Ricky, I'm a pipe bomb. Because you, you picture him being like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's like, 
What the fuck? Looks like God just jizzed all what over the my fuck? LeBaron. And then you see, you, you know, eventually he's going to notice the empty. Yeah, like the turbo ice, like, like giant 40-ounce cup. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cup. like, oh, damn Somebody it. threw that. I bet that the last time he left his car parked with the top down. I'll, bet I'll tell you, you what, I bet that guy doesn't like dunks either. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sure I caused a lot of turmoil. Dude. It was a, it was a maroon LeBaron with, like, tan leather interior. I'll, and I just I just threw the thing. I can't wait for this uh, episode just, uh, to air so we can watch we can find the police out. cars pull up in front yeah, of your house. Yeah, unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Yeah, they're like, we finally got him. Yeah. <laughs> the Baron Bandit. <laughs> There's some wicked old detective, yeah. like retired detective. It was like, like a mob boss or something <laughs> yeah. that I threw the I thing I ended my career on you. <laughs> yeah. You know, are you in more into uh, creamy or chunky peanut butter? Um, Sans caffeine. Honestly, I, I kind of, as a kid, it was all creamy. I'm like, the, the texture, yeah. I'm not doing it. Right, it's but like, now it's, the texture's better. Now I prefer the chunky. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's weird. Why is that? You grow up and you're like, I guess you want things that are more textural. Well, I mean, because you have the palate of a fucking idiot. That's <laughs> as true. a kid, yeah. You and like, now we're so sophisticated. Well, what I eat, well, like, I think about all the things I liked as a kid. I've tried them again as an adult. I'm like, wow, that's fucking disgusting. Like, it's amazing how much right. your palate changes over time. Like, I don't think I could eat a bowl of cookie crisp. Oh, shit, no. Um, but yeah, shit, what was the topic? Um, <laughs> Have we have we even adhered? Who to decided that bacon was such a big deal? I don't think bacon. Oh, is dude, like... I like this is actually on my list. I so I came here with a list of shit because you're like, oh, we're gonna talk about. Yeah, did like, I miss things or? And no, 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 dude, we actually have covered, covered so a lot much of, of it. Stuff, it's like yeah. it's pretty amazing that we were like syncopated like that yeah. without ever, ever like referencing. Looking this at list. the list, yeah. So this morning before, I'm like, oh, I gotta better think about a bunch of food taboos and shit. One things that really, one of the things that really like bums me out is um. When people put bacon on a fucking donut. Bacon does not belong on a donut. It doesn't. And it's ever. like, uh, now I'm about to say something, and I, I'm glad this is going to air before I, uh, or after I leave Portland, because I don't want anyone to hate crime me. Yeah. Um, but I was, I went to, I believe it was Holy Donut, um, and I got that maple bacon donut yeah. there, and I was like, and it, it, I was so fucking disappointed. Well, it's something for, I mean, like, I like Holy Donut. Like, I like their chocolate sea salt donut. Uh, I dude, like traditional I donut like flavors. Every other donut I, I think that donut, like, good. exists for those, for the same kind of people that go to Auto and order the fucking mashed potato pizza with scallions. And I'm like, dude, you're putting mashed potato on a pizza? Yeah, like, you, like you're like That's not disturbing it. as yeah. hell to you? I, like, yeah, these are your Guy Fieri fans, dude. These are, these are, these it are. It all goes back to Big Night. Remember are, when she's like, I'm supposed to get a thing, you know, I get another starch. He's like, well, pasta is a starch. Pasta Sometimes is a spaghetti starch. likes to be alone, you know? Yeah, no, it's, and it's, I just, I remember being so disappointed. And I'm like, wow, everybody like is going nuts about bacon. There's a, the bacon, what would you say the bacon craze era was? Like, when did it start? And when I think it, it was end? like 2000. Five to two thousand ten. Not so much anymore. It was like, like five to ten or twelve. Yeah, or it was bacon everything. You get bacon flavored toothpaste, like and like some some people were you know comical about it, like Epic Meal Time and stuff mm. was like funny. My podcast, we actually gave away a bottle of bacon flavored uh, lubricant, which is sexual like, lubricant. Li- I know what you mean. I just uh, I, I assume <laughs> you, know, like you didn't mean bacon. Grease. I meant lube for your car. What are yeah. you sick? Bacon you know? flavored lubricant. Literally, I'm like that. Yeah, if you are somebody that would ever go near that. You're like you're the problem. Like you are your the serial problem. Killer. Yeah, yeah, you're the problem. Right. If you're like, wow, I oh my like God. that. That's how you that that's how you bring back the death penalty. Yeah, you're the girl yeah. eating the cold spaghettios out of the can. You're the worst. <laughs> I hate you. And it's like it's so funny. So we would keep giving away this bottle of lube, and no one would ever take it home. So we just kept giving it away over and over again. So we would do it. We would have contests on that's our, so our podcast. Yeah, and everyone would win it, and they would never. No one. And so we still have it at the house. It's got to be like five years old. 
sure it's I don't know aged how that beautifully. Keeps. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's natural bacon oh, essence too. So it's nice and so rancid. Gross. That is so gross. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what's grosser. Bacon flavored lube or bacon flavored vodka. Um, Ooh, yeah. I'm going to end with a point that just kind of reels it in in more of a mundane sense. You know what I really don't like when people do? Like if you're at a restaurant with somebody mm -hmm. and they get their food arrives mm -hmm. and they don't like something on the plate. Or maybe they ask for like no pickle or something, and there's a pickle, uh -huh. and they put it on the table. They put the food directly on the Who table. Who does that? Or like I didn't want a lemon, they just put it on the table. Who would do that? People do that, and you're like, what are you five years old? Like what? Like if I wish, yeah, you can't see my face right now, but I'm like fucking flabbergasted. Yeah. Like if someone like, did that to me, I would, on the I table. would fucking walk out. I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Pay this bill. We're gonna yeah. go to another restaurant. Well, and we're gonna not start gonna over. do this. Yeah, we're gonna start over. Yeah, and you're not gonna do that. And people That's are like, what? I, did, I asked not to have a pickle, and you're like, yeah, but you don't put it on the table. Like, I mean, if you want to put it to the side, you on Neanderthal, the plate, like, or if there's a side plate with like that you had bread on or something, like, I mean, transfer it there. But you put it on the naked table like that, or worse, That's if there's so a tablecloth and you're just gonna make a stain Ugh. on purpose. Yeah. Oh, dude. because you can't handle something on your plate. It's like, don't eat it. Oh, my God. I would give someone a tracheotomy right you now. Know, a tra <laughs> Both my back hurts. Doctors need a bacchiotomy. All right. On that note, bacchiotomy. <laughs> on that note, I think we're going to wrap up the Food Coma podcast, which has basically turned into the, the episode about ranting, about going on tangents. Um, but we, you know, we, we, we keep it real as far as the, we the topic, I think. All right. And wrapping up, I want to thank Mike Bulleris for joining us, uh, AKA Kung Fu Mike. Uh, you can purchase Mike's book. Mike, what's the book and where can you purchase it? Uh, the book is called The Adventures of Kung Fu Mike and the Magic Sunglasses. You can buy that at Barnes and Noble, Amazon. Actually, you can buy it at Walmart now, which is fucking ah, crazy. They let you at Walmart. Um, and in, uh, independent bookstores. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, has, has it been, have you been successful with that book like i mean it seems like you're expanding constantly on this it's it's fucking it's a weird it's a slow burn it's weird it's like one yeah. of those things where i'm like oh like i'll, I'll like I, I check my sales every now and again i get checks mail all the time yeah. or whatever and then all of a sudden i get like one's like a lot bigger than the other and i'm like well why is that and then someone sends me a link and it's i'm like oh shit it's out it's on fucking walmart that's like the a, beauty of like what walmart, walmart is selling a book in which i shit myself i love the fact that somebody goes to walmart and buys your book I, well, can you imagine uh -huh. that for that Christian lady? That's like, oh, I got this with like. Yeah. A, she also got like magic a sunglasses. That mean I can see Jesus with them. She bought that in lavender stirrup pants. Yeah, and some book with Fabio on the cover. Oh, for I'm sure. sure Danielle Steele, yeah. Kathleen Woodwith. She's so disappointed. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Thank you, Mike, for being <laughs> Thanks here. Thanks for having me. It was uh, great. I want to thank our sponsors: uh, Termaline Spring Water, uh, Amethyst Elixir, CBD Drops, Living Nuts with a Z and all their delightful incarnations. Uh, three of Strong Spirits and their delicious rums. Thank you so much. We've enjoyed these thoroughly. We've been drinking them out of champagne foods, just so you know. Fancy. Uh, and of course, Hot Supper Restaurant in Portland, where you need to go for dinner right now. Uh, HotSupper.com. Hot Supper! And that is at uh, 703 Congress Street in Portland. And, oh, and once again, the Three of Strong's, uh, excuse me, Three of Strong Spirits Tasting Room is at 35 Diamond Street in Portland, and they are three of strong spirits.com. So if you want to live like us, go do all of these things. This is Joe Riccio on the Fukuma podcast. Mm -hmm.